Live from Miami, Florida, thefoodie.com presents WTF, Where's the Food? With your host, Nick. And we are back. Episode number 11. Number 11, people. What's going on? It is Nick, and this is WTF, Where's the Food? Of course, episode number 11, it's a big one. Big one, and we'll get to it in one second. But of course, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Foodie T H E F O O D E, and of course the website. It's a glorious website, thefoodie.com T H E F O O D dash E dot com, and of course look out for the episode uh, rundowns each and every week on the website where we post uh, links and photos, all the stuff uh, that we might talk about in the show. And you're like, where can I get all this information? It's on the website on the episode rundown, thefoodie.com. One more time, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. And a big thank you to all my food friends that listened to last week's podcast episode, Friendsgiving. It was a great time having Food Pug, MM Take Miami, Miami Food Porn, and of course the infamous Chat Chat all in the studio talking Thanksgiving. Hope to do it again soon probably around the holidays. So look out for that episode. Maybe we'll do like an ugly sweater party. I don't know, but uh, thank you to them. And thank you guys for listening. It is, it's to this day, the most listened to podcast episode uh, and episode number 10. It's nothing more fitting. So I appreciate we couldn't do this without you each and every week. Of course, you can listen to us, subscribe, download on iTunes. Of course, WTF, where's the food? And of course, we're also available wherever you get your podcast, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We are all there for you. So let's uh, let's talk about episode number eleven. It's a big one. It's uh it's a great one actually, and uh, it's the one, the only, the OG Burger Beast is on the show today. Um, I call him the OG food blogger right here in Miami. We're gonna talk about um how he came up with his name Burger Beast. Um, I'm gonna ask him that question. Everybody, I'm sure, ask him if uh, he has a favorite burger at the moment. We'll talk about his burger museum if you haven't visited at Magic City Casino. It's outstanding. Also, another question I'm sure he gets a lot, if he would open up his own restaurant in Miami, because I would go to it um, all the time. And, of course, we're going to play WTF, What the Fudge? And um, he it came to my attention that he has some beef with me. Um, we're going to squash it on the show. So uh, it's going to be a good, uh, good show, good episode number 11. And we also got food news uh, on Black Tap, KFC. California Pizza Kitchen, and of course, TGI Fridays, and the food porn of the week this week from Bacon Arts, and the cocktail of the week brought to you by our friends at Spirited Miami. So what do you say, uh, food friends? Let's jump right into episode number 11 with my conversation with the OG Burger Beast. So this guy is a Miami legend. He has a huge social media following won tons of awards. You've seen him all over TV. He loves burgers, and he's the OG food blogger here in Miami. Burger Beast, welcome to the show. Thank you for the introduction. I try. Senior Nick. I try to make it epic. Hey, I actually brought you a gift. Let me up. You did. Are we doing this live on the show? Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Here we go. Walking over. Let me open it. Oh, it's heavy. It's heavy. It's some red raspberry jam. Thank you. <laughs> You're probably like, what the hell is that? Is there a meaning to this? So I uh, I think a lot of people are going to remember that chain, Bennigan's. Yes. And I was obsessed with the raspberry jam that came with their Monte Cristo. Okay. And it was Knott's Berry Farm raspberry jam. So, it's so not you got me a bottle. In, it's not available in Miami, so I actually had to buy a case 
uh, and I ordered a case, and I have them. So I've been handing them out uh, selectively. So well, you thank you. I appreciate I feel you special. <laughs> I feel honored. And every time I take a bite out of this, I will think of you, always and forever. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to last forever, but. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll hit you up when it runs out. How about that? Okay, sounds good. All right, so first of all, I would say like you're like the OG food blogger in Miami. You kind of started the whole thing, I would say. Um, why did you want to start this in the first place? Uh, it's, I, I actually, I mean, there was a few a few bloggers before me. Um, nah, you're the OG. Don't worry about well, it. Well, thank you. That's nice. Um, <laughs> it's actually uh, my my wife suggested. I was very frustrated. I was in retail management for many years, and uh, she saw me get home frustrated. And she's like, "Oh, maybe you should write about your favorite places." Mm-hmm. And I, and I just started writing, but it clicked because I it, it's initially called Burger Beast, and she mm-hmm. actually chose the name. But so she she's the brains behind. She's the, the brains. Blog. Yes. You're just that's a face. <laughs> wow, that's horrible. <laughs> that's a real problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I started writing, but I think why it took is because I started writing about the food that people in Miami were eating. So mm-hmm. I wasn't only really writing Not about Not the food food places. Right. And then, you know, mostly when you see the media down here covers a lot of Brickle and, and Mimo and mm-hmm. Wynwood and the beach, and I kind of made it my thing to just write about the places I grew up, like Westchester and Hialeah and Kendall. Yeah, they forget um, Hialeah a lot of times, or even Westchester. Yeah, beautiful Westchester, excuse me. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now, how'd you come up with the whole name? She she actually came up with the name. I actually wanted to use a name based on Pulp Fiction. Okay. I wanted to call it Now That's a Tasty Burger, and uh, and I thought that I thought that was way too long, and she s- suggested I call it Burger Beast. Uh, luckily, the URL was available, so so I purchased. it. I mean, it. you got it early. Yeah. Have people approached you to buy the URL from you? Uh, no, but they've tried buying some of the other URLs because I come up with ideas and I buy. Like I thought I was, I did a newsletter, and I still every once in a while send out, uh, send it out, and I called it the Burgerlution. Burger and then I had like someone trying to buy that from me, and I was like, no, no, I'm not gonna sell it. Would you sell it for? No, a- no, no never, so. never. No, I think it's the fact that someone wanted it. Now I don't want to give it up. <laughs> but if they offer you a million dollars, nah, no, nah, why? What? Uh, a million dollars is not going to set me for the rest of my life. No, just for like a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you're 10 years running, right? Or next well, year's 10 close. years. Next year's 10, 10 so years. So yeah. what are you doing for the 10-year anniversary? Something big? We we were originally planning to do something for the 9 in January, and I actually put it on hold and then moving it to 10. But it's a giant uh, food event kind of like uh, uh, on the scale with like Roqueta Palooza. We do a okay. hamburger house party, uh, ticketed event. Um we will not be selling tickets. We were doing contests to give away the passes. Ah, so you can't. It's like a invite only kind of thing, right? And then we'll be accepting donations at the entrance, and all the money's going to go to a local charity. Look so at you, yeah, ten so. year anniversary and doing good things for the community. That's why you are the OG food blogger. And now, because you're the OG food blogger, I'm just going to get this question out of the way right now. Okay? okay, you like to call people out on social media. Oh, I love it. Okay, <laughs> so why do you do this? Why do I do it? Yeah. Uh, Generally, because I think no one else does, and I kind of watch. And, you know, it's funny to sit, and you, and you know this. You sit, and you see how people behave online, mm-hmm. and then you know what they're really like. Yeah, we're then, like, I'm, I consider myself a politician. Yeah. So I got to be nice to everybody. You, you, <laughs> you have select few. Well, you know, I, I, I try, you know, to be civil with people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a particular uh, blogger who's, uh, I, I'm not even going to say his name because it's not <laughs> worth it, but. Uh, his name has something to do with the Francis Ford Coppola movie okay. from uh, the early seventies. Okay, and uh, he just for some reason like has it out for certain people. Mm-hmm. 
and he turns it on and off. And the last time he got angry at me was when I was opening my museum. Um, he he got mad because I invited someone he didn't like before he went. Oh. So that was reason enough for him to get angry and just poor baby, just uh, you know, shit on me on social media. Poor baby. And, uh, yeah. And then you know, to top it off, the funny part is he blocks me. Like he's the one doing this <laughs> time and he blocks me. So I'm like, like it should be opposite. You should be angry at him and block him. Yeah. Well, and you know, the truth is, you know, I, I I don't really have. I like busting chops on on on, on bloggers because I'm most I'm friends with most of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we it's know. It's just fun. Like you know, I call my long three hundred five. I I love him, but I love ridiculing him. <laughs> you know, and uh, and he takes. I mean, he puts up with me. I I, I got to give it to him. I would have murdered. I would have murdered me if I was him. No, I mean, <laughs> but the problem is, if people don't know you, then they're like, man, this guy's an asshole. But when you get to know you, this guy's not an asshole. Yeah. He's just joking around. That's who he is. When when I did uh, when we did our you know we do a yearly awards called the Bergie Awards and at the third Bergie Awards so, um, one of the restaurants was coming he did eventually show up but he got there late mm-hmm. and when he won the award and I announced it on the stage I actually said you know I take it back this guy doesn't deserve don't go eat at this guy's <laughs> restaurant of course I was joking and someone my friend who was in the audience said the lady next to me said that she couldn't believe you had said that I'm like I'm, I'm playing around I guess people you know, don't get your humor yeah now do you eat anything besides burgers. Uh, no. And croquetas and patelitos. Um, I I had one spoonful of veggie soup yesterday. <laughs> uh, that is a fact. How was it? <laughs> it's very good. Very good. Yeah. No, I I do eat a lot of other things. The truth is, I I post what the people who want what they want. want. Yeah. Yeah. So like I people mean, don't understand that if you're like, oh, you're always eating out to eat. No, it doesn't work like that. You know, yeah. there's a there's a balance. And 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 I think that they're gonna f- people think that a lot of times when you're posting all these pictures, it's like you're there at the moment. Correct. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have like, I ate at this, I ate at three restaurants on Monday, let's say, and I may post them throughout the whole week. Yeah, we save them. Yeah. So we can, you know. Have content for later on. You know, and then you write that, wouldn't it be great if I had? <laughs> TBT, <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. Now, um, do you have a favorite burger at the moment? Favorite burger at the moment? Um, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of it's kind of tough. You know, I love Shake Shack. Love Shake Shack. Um, you know, How I was lo- the chili, by the way? Because I still haven't had a chance to try it. It's very good and has some some, some kick Has a little kick? End. Yeah. Okay. Which I, which I, which I like. Um I'm I'm trying to think, you know, Keg South has been, been a favorite of mine forever, mm-hmm. uh, for well well over 20 years, and uh, I was at Orange Bear last night, Orange Bear Grill in Virginia Beach, and they get get a nice crust on on the burger, and uh, right after this, we're headed to Gilbert's, one of my favorite uh, places too in Fort Lauderdale. And now, do but, you have a favorite chef? My favorite, che- you know, my favorite chef. I love Danny Surfer. Love uh, that guy. I love Danny Surfer. He's 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 hilarious. I love to uh to, to mess around with him on social media and uh you know his kids are so funny. And you know I was just at Minionette, you know I'm, I'm sure you've been to Minionette yeah. and it's his seafood spot and I went there and I had a burger. <laughs> but the burger there is delicious. Oh man, you know the Minionette the Uptown the new one, he's doing the burger differently and he's uh-huh. cooking the fries in uh, beef tallow like uh, McDonald's used to do back that in the day. That whole podcast episode. Yeah. Start the whole tallow thing. Yeah, it's uh it's 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 incredible. I, I went over there. I brought friends like the following week. I was like, I was like, you got to try this burger. I just couldn't believe it. Another really great burger that, you know, I really didn't care for initially was Boca's Grill. Okay. You know, and everyone kind of knows them for that, those over the top shapes. Mm-hmm. And I would watch and I would watch on social media. I'm like, I'm never going to eat at this place. Because it's this like place. a show. You're, yeah, you're thought, paying for the show. I thought, oh, this is all like, you know, there's no substance here. This is all like, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to eat at this place. 
And uh, one day I was ordering through one of these delivery services, mm-hmm. which I can't bring up because I'm, I, I hate them now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I publicly complained about it. <laughs> and and the, and, the, and I ordered it, and I was like b- blown away. Really? Uh, yeah, the Boca's Grill Burger. I, that's how I ended up doing my my event hamburger house party. I've gone to Boca's house and I've had uh, a steak, I believe. The steaks, yeah, the steak. Good. But I've never. They have burger burger Boca's whole house grill, too. Boca's Grill Grill has, has only, a burger. Only, yeah. Okay. They're they're not they're less uh, I would guess less fine dining I guess I would say. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't know what you would call it. I, I don't <laughs> I don't go into that world so I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now before um, the whole burger thing, you had a film horror shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. So called. tell what. How does this even? I, you must be obsessed with horror films. We we uh, my wife and I love uh, my wife more so than I love horror films. Um, one of the things when I was in retail management, my first attempt to get out of it, you know, was to open the store. Okay. And it opened in uh, Westchester, which is if you don't know the highest concentration of Cubans in Miami. <laughs> it was just the oddest place to open a horror themed movie store. But you're from the area, so why not? Yeah, and um, it was around the time Hot Topic was kind of starting to come out. Okay. So. We we were thematically very similar stores, but I we had the unrated like so you would go there and they might have a shirt and we'd have the unrated. So ours would have like blood splatter, <laughs> and then people would be like, I, "I've seen this shirt at Hot Topic," and it's like, "Yeah, because we can get the unrated versions of." I didn't even know that existed to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't know either until they told me. I was like, I, I wouldn't know because I just buy directly from the company, so yeah. I, they don't they don't tell me anything. But our obsession with the film, uh, and then you know the the funny thing is my family invested in this company, so what I told them. I'm calling it Oh the Horror DVD Shop. I mean, you should have seen the look on their face. Like they're like, y- you're calling it what? <laughs> they thought I was trying to open like a blockbuster, you know. And then they said they're like, I'm like, yeah, you got the wrong guy. I mean, that's that's not what you're gonna get. <laughs> and how long how long did that stay open? We did that for for two years. It it, it wasn't that financially we couldn't keep going. It's just that it wasn't making enough money for me to be able to get any time off. So yeah. after two years of not being able to get any time off, I was like. I got to go back to retail. And it's funny because at that point, I thought I knew everything. I had left retail, and I was like, I know everything. And then you get there, and you realize, no, you don't really know anything. Yeah. And I think it prepared me more for when the Burger Beast thing happened, and we started doing events, and the company started growing. Then I was more prepared because of what I had experienced earlier. Speaking of great events, um, you put on great events multiple times a year. Thank you. What do you got planned for next year? Anything new? Or are you sticking around with the Roqueta Palooza, the house party? Uh, we are – so – I, we've been throwing a couple ideas. My, uh, Marcella is a Nicaraguan, so um, we want to do an event called What the Fritanga, okay. uh, which, uh, you know, based around fritangas, which mm-hmm. is, you know, like the quick service Nicaraguan uh, joints. Um, we also want to do the Love Me Tenders, which is a chicken tender event. I like it. Yeah. Big fan of chicken yeah. tenders. Yeah. So we'll do that. Well, there you go. Now, now you got I'll your spot there. as a judge. <laughs> Thank you. And now that we're on the air, you know what? I'm going uh, to, if you're interested, if you want to be a judge at Hamburger House I'm Party in. next year. I'm in. Doesn't Pre- even matter the day. I'm, I'm in. You prepare yourself because this year's judges, okay, three see. of the four did not make it to the end. Why they, not? They, because they had to eat 23 burgers. Who who judged? <laughs> Call them out to, right now. Uh, Lee Schrager. He didn't finish? I, I, I don't know whether he finished. I know that they left early. <laughs> who, who didn't finish? Let's call them out right now. Uh, uh, Roxy Vargas. I know she didn't finish. <laughs> and uh, who was uh, – I'll, I'll put it to you. See, the last man standing – was Ma- Max Santiago? He was okay. the best fan standing. I think uh, I could. Uh, I think know, I could Max, do it. Uh, you know, donut uh, creator extraordinaire. And when's he opening uh, his own shop down here? Um, I think he's got a year and a half to go before. Uh, okay. And um, yeah, should be exciting. I can't wait for him to open down here. So, um, you opened up the Burger Museum this year, right? 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be here, and we're actually it's closing down temporarily. Temporarily, um, temporary like real like real temporarily, <laughs> not Miami temp- restaurant temporarily. Like legit, me- like it'll be open next year again, <laughs> right, right? Right, we'll be open early. We're we're adding an ice cream parlor. Okay, and we're adding about another eight hundred square feet, so it's gonna end up being about twenty three hundred square feet. Now, how has the response been to the Burger Museum? Because there's nothing like this in in Miami for sure. Yeah, uh, that's pretty apparent because no one from Miami cares to go to it. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's really uh, it's really uh, tourists, you know, who who love it, you know, and I, and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that, man. I get it. There's a ton of things to do in Miami, and you know, it's it's a different thing. It's it's and it's not so much because some people said it was a fast food museum, it's burger because there's also stuff about fried chicken mm-hmm. and pizza in there. Uh, a lot of it, I would say, if you're into old school advertising, or I mean, it would be a great place for someone who's into advertising to go check out. Because you see how things used to be done back in the day. Everything was branded. Yeah, you got a bunch of old stuff from like yeah. McDonald's I mean, you're and all. talking, I have like a White Castle sugar cube uh, wow. that's branded. It's a little tiny cube, and then they went through the trouble of doing that. Wow, it's incredible. Uh, the, the, wrap, the, the burger wrappers, everything, everything. It was an incredible way it used to be back in the day. I'm, I'm assuming it was much easier and cheaper to do also. I'm sure. Now, you know, you know they, see, they see you coming a mile away now, and they just want to. So you'll be open next year again? Uh, Mid-January, hopefully. Mid-January, yeah. with an ice cream parlor. With uh, our friends at Walls, okay, uh, in South Miami, uh, we're going to be having a Walls inside, so that should be a blast. We're going to keep it, you know, old school. I like a it. bunch of floats. We love we, floats. We, we we have about uh, over twenty five uh, sugar cane colas. We we don't have any colas with uh, corn syrup. Mm-hmm. So old, a bunch of old school colas, probably stuff you haven't seen in, in bottle in years, like RC and stuff like that, knee high. And then you'll be able to choose any cola and do a float with any any of the. Uh, awesome. Well, we look want. forward to that. Um, you kind of i would say are also one of the originators of the food truck movement down here yeah something like that sort of right <laughs> and you did have a food truck at one point in your life i did have a food truck yes i did why uh, it was the th- three longest months of my life i think so dive a little bit into that like people i know the food trucks out right now and it might be successful for some people but in the end all, i feel like the food truck whole thing just died down it, it died down. Uh, I could tell you why. It's just a lot of people who had no business taking out a food truck started doing it. And it kind of watered down the product to the people that actually were taking the time to really build something really great. So some of those people persevered, and there's a lot of people who were around for a while, and they just they just backed out and decided it, it was over with. I mean, now, I loved, you know, Jersey Dog. He came, he had moved He down won, here. right? Something. He, he won Burger Bash, the, the judge's choice. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. Like, who gets to win a burger, the South Beach Wine and Food Festival Burger yeah. Bash? And then he closed down like less than six months later. It's just wow. It wasn't a viable vehicle for him to, to make money. And did, when you had the food truck, did you like lease it, buy it, or it was kind of like you're borrowing it? So for there, a couple- there's a manufacturer uh, that I was friends with, and I suggest I picture the idea because actually David Garcia from like Amaronera is like I think you should ask her. She's going to tell you yes. And I said, what if we build a food truck as like a demo truck and we have it at my events and we call it the Burger Beast Mobile? And actually, I shouldn't say that. It was called the Burger Beast Truck, but. Rod Nazor, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know David, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Food for Thought Miami. He's the one who said, who called it. He's the one who coined the term Burger Beast Mobile, and then I started calling it that afterwards. So got to always and give people And you would, you would invite restaurants on there, right? Yeah, we had uh, – the last person on was Michael Schwartz when he did his book release, and we did it at Winwood. Okay. Uh, probably the last time I was seen in Winwood uh, publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other times I just hide when I'm You just there. hide? <laughs> I've never seen you there, so you must be hiding well. Well, last time I, <laughs> last time I was there, uh, you know, Gio, who you had on from Chow Chow, yeah. caught me outside of Federal Donuts. So uh, <laughs> I took a picture of me, of course. Love Federal Donuts. What do you yeah. think about the, the fried chicken and the donuts? Uh, 
so the first time I had it, I would say that I was not uh, as impressed as the last uh, the last time I had it. Okay, which I enjoyed the chicken sandwich. Um, it was also at the beginning too. So yeah, uh, you know, a working lot of the times, kinks out. I, 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 you're not going to hear me say anything because I kind of give people their space to mm-hmm. to, to grow and learn, and work yeah. out that work out the kinks. You know, because one of my favorite, a great example is one of my favorite places in Miami is Magic City Pizza. Mm-hmm. And I was eating there for I think two or three months before I ever said anything really about them because yeah, I just thought exploded. it was get, I thought it was going to be really great. Yeah. And once once they started getting there is when I really started like you know hyping them up. And I'm still a, a big fan to this day. But getting back to the trucks because we were talking <laughs> about the trucks. Uh, yeah, we had Shake Shack on. We had um, we had Pincho Factory at the very beginning. The beginning. Yeah. So you know Pincho Factory, uh, if you're not familiar with them, is a, a pretty. I mean, they got. I think they're about to open their ninth restaurant right now for lauderdale or yeah. flagler and uh, they have really great hot dogs i i, lo- I love uh, that restaurant and uh i and love hot dogs too <laughs> and uh so maybe if you do wiener bash again you should have them participate they they were actually in wiener bash oh yeah. did they they didn't win right no 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 we we had you know babe roman won which if you've never had babe roman sausages i have not i'm missing yeah. out on the finer things in life huh yeah I mean, yeah, uh, in that case, you are. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I was trolling your blog earlier today because <laughs> oh, I was looking for things to ask you. Okay. And you had a section there that you used to do like a top five list. Okay. That you haven't done in a while. Why? Which one? Which like uh, a, or, oh, or just your, in general? Just in general or uh, like a burger there, list? Because I'm so t- – uh, well, I did a top 25 uh, late last year, and actually to be funny, I did a top 25 that actually had 35 burgers on it. <laughs> See if anyone would even notice I did that. And How many I, people noticed? Nobody. 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 And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, that just tells you. <laughs> so, so you stop, stop just, doing that, lists? That just tells you how popular blogs are. So and, <laughs> Exactly. So you stopped doing lists? I, I stopped doing the list because there seems to be a list now for everything. I mean, you know, I read uh, probably the the other food sites, you know, the big food sites we would say, I guess, is New, New Times and mm-hmm. Eater. But they have like a, a top five, top ten. Top thirteen, top whatever. Yeah, odd once number. a month, like top, top thirteen top, restaurants you top, eat at. Top whatever odd number they can come up with, I guess, or top whatever they can find, and that's fine because I know it. It's just clickbait to get people to go to mm-hmm. their site. I, I I understand it, but it kind of like turned me off from doing them. I got it, I got yeah. it, because I feel like you are the burger beast, and people would want top five burgers in Miami list from you. I feel like. Yeah, I well, we did like I said, we did the top twenty five, and I purposely did not put them in any order. They're in alphabetical order. Smart. And, Politician, uh, I like well, it. Well, what happened is when we initially did it about four years ago, uh, I did have it in order. I realized no one would make it past you know six or seven. They'd start at the top, and they're like, "Let me try one, two, three. <laughs> and I figured if I put them in alphabetical, it would kind of force you to have to You're choose, right. you know, maybe read, and and you know maybe use your brain a little bit. And, You're right. And, uh, you know. Now, um, I'm sure you've been asked this question: Would you ever open up a burger restaurant in Miami? Would I ever, open or a restaurant in general? I have gone dangerously close to it happening. Close. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll tell you a story here that's not, not public knowledge. At one point, uh, I was going to actually open one with Pincho Factory. Okay. Uh, I don't even know if they're going to get angry that I mentioned this, but eh. I'm like, who cares at this point, right? I just. But it, it wasn't Pincho. It was a, it was a separate one. Huh. It wasn't. No, no. What happened is uh, when they were starting to expand, uh-huh. I discussed with them opening a location in, in Little Havana. Okay. Um. This is now way way before you're talking four or five years. So yeah, they're big time. Um, now. you know, we we were talking about doing you know the Burger Beast Burger Joint, mm-hmm. and my whole concept behind it was I wanted to do a bunch of regional burgers, so it's kind of stuff that you know you get the Juicy Lucy's from okay. Minneapolis and you know the Pimento Cheese, the uh, Southern Burgers and stuff like that. 
uh, goober burgers, you know, the peanut butter burgers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just, essentially, I just want to have like thematically so you can get different burgers from ar- around the United States. Mm-hmm. And of course, a topic we haven't touched is the frita, you know. <laughs> we uh, don't want to talk about that till later. <laughs> yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you got a pin for it, but nah, never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. so so I, I, I do want to. I'm not going to lie to you, but I, I was just, just yesterday we were driving around and I, I told Marcelo, I was like, look, that's like the size spot I want. I want kind of like an old royal castle where it's got maybe 10 counter stools and it's standing. And if you're coming, come come in, in, you, you come. sit down and eat and that's it. We want, I want to have like a very small menu. Yeah, there's just, a spot in LA, I think called the Apple Pan. I don't know. If, the Apple Pan, yeah. yeah something like that. It's like yeah. 15 seats or something. Yeah. And you got to just like in and out. Yeah. It's got like burgers, like fries, uh, you know, white manna up in, in Jersey. It's yeah. like that also. And you just get sliders, get burger, I mean, get fries and, you know, drinks and, and just very simple menu. I I think the problem with that nowadays is, you know, the rents. It's just it's ridiculous. Unless it's you ridiculous. open in Westchester. No, no. Even Westchester is ridiculous now. I mean, once there's a Flanagan somewhere, you know, the party's <laughs> over. <laughs> with the rockin' rib rolls. Now, um, you've been involved with the Miami food scene for some, some time now. Do you think it has changed and where do you think it's gone? Well, you know, I always, I always would read about people hating on the Miami food scene. Um I think that's kind of changed because the proof in the in the pudding is everyone seems to want to open a restaurant down they here. They do, you know. And and what what what's even odder is that a lot of them have not done very well. Like sure. these guys that come from New York and think mm-hmm. that you know they had successful restaurants, they thought that their name's going to come down here, and it didn't really mean anything. I mean, mm-hmm. initially, yeah, you know, you come out, you got the name. hype, it's the buzz. Yeah, and um, it's difficult, and you know, restaurants are, are, are suffering right now. You know, I have a, obviously I have a lot of friends in the restaurant industry, and they talk to me about it. You know, after especially after the hurricane here, yeah, uh, or lack of whatever you want to call it, it it affected a lot of businesses. It did, and a lot of people are you know are, are struggling right now, and, and the beach is you know not what what it used to be as far as you know. Yeah, I went probably on a weekday, probably two weeks ago, dead. Yeah, it's kind of sad, and, and I'm not someone who frequents the beach because. The last time I went, my car was about to get towed, so I said, this is the last time I come here. I, was, I wasn't I was even maybe 40, 50 feet away, and they were already pulling my car up. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, that's quite all right. <laughs> I don't think I'll be coming back. Now I got a random question for you. I do. <laughs> if you could bathe in any liquid besides water, what would it be? Oh, man. Anyone who knows me knows the answer is Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola? <laughs> yeah. With a straw? Uh, no. I, no? No. I have Just, a little sponge, maybe. A sponge. That, so that's you actually a, a very scary, like a loofah. Yeah, maybe like a loofah. But a loofah. That's a very horrible <laughs> thought. Now I think about me just <laughs> in Coca Cola with a loofah. <laughs> a lot of suds. <laughs> maybe I should do root beer because I can get the little you know the there little you go. foam off of it. There you go. I just got into root beer, so maybe that be. Uh, you never like root beer before. I uh, m- the extent of my my root beer love was uh, Willy Wonka's bottle caps, <laughs> the little <laughs> the little root beer candy, and. Every time I had root beer, I was like, this is like medicine. Like, who in their right mind would have this? And we were, uh, we do a lot of road trips throughout the year. And we were in Lexington, Kentucky, and we were lucky enough to get invited to A&W's uh, headquarters. Uh-huh. And they took us to their three test stores that they only have in Lexington, and they make the root beers daily. So we had fresh made root beer there. And then there's nothing like it, I bet. There's nothing like it. And I'll tell you what, there's only one place in Miami I found that makes their own root beer. I saw and it's it. An you old posted A&W. it, right? Yeah, it's an old A&W. And it's right across from, uh, uh, Miami Community College, the North Campus, mm-hmm. and it's called the Root Beer Drive-In. And I most definitely suggest, if you're a fan of root beer, to go check it out. Sounds good. I mean, when I first tried root beer, I hated it, but you kind of just grow into it. Yeah, and, and back in the day, even though root beer was really prominent down here, Miami birch beer was another popular thing, which is very similar. 
uh, and Royal Castle is kind of the chain that kind of popularized that. And now, yeah, you don't even find birch beer anywhere. I mean, I have some for sale at the museum, and it never sells. <laughs> 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 to be honest. <laughs> now, is there someone in the whole food uh, world that you kind of admire? I, you know, I, I love uh, George Motes from Hamburger America. He, uh, initially when I started the blog, I, re- I reached out to a bunch of people that I was reading and following. He's the only one who got back to me. And uh, him and I have been friends since then. You know, he had the show on Travel Channel, Burgerland. He's taken yeah. out. His, his cookbook came out last year. He did a book signing, came down and did a book signing at the at the museum. Uh, we had a bunch of people show up, which is great for us because we had just opened to get us some some press. Yeah. And then uh, he's he'll be back next year uh, for his new book, Hamburger America Three. It's going to be out, and he'll be doing a signing also at the museum. So yeah, I'm a fan of George. He's most definitely. Uh, I know a lot about burgers, but I don't know anywhere near as much as he does. But you know a lot. I I I I don't dispute. I do know a lot, but he actually he's he's the man. Now, what's next for Burger Bees? Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Um. <laughs> oh my god you know do you think you'll still have the blog going i think the blog may see its last days on on the 10th year uh to, really? I, i've actually been saying that for a while uh it may, may uh, you know the museum has been our focus we're adding the ice cream parlor by the summer we should have a cart outside doing us uh, uh sliders okay um which we're, we're excited to do that we we ha- you know i had my beef blend for a little period of time there and it's just dipping our feet and doing uh, other things um restaurant i i uh <laughs> we we really want to um you know bring back the the movie store uh that okay. we had uh, my wife used to sell a, a lot of uh, clothing a lot of like dresses and stuff like that and i think it will become more of a um an oddity store along with the film stuff you can't really do because we used to do rentals and sales and can't do it you, know, you can't do that anymore yeah. and that was like half of the store mm-hmm. so i mean the merchandise stuff you can definitely do because people still even though they buy online sometimes some people like going and physically they do being able to touch stuff and doing an oddity store is like right up our alley uh, if you come to our house i mean you, you have to I, I i post pictures occasionally on instagram uh, but I, I don't want people to call the police on me and think uh, <laughs> we've just gone over the edge but you know, we have, you know, our, our Christmas trees covered in, in baby doll heads. Okay. And that just kind of says it all. Well, you're a huge, like, uh, scary movie buff, so why right. not? Right. Like, I, I would understand that. So if you come to our house, this is the best. If you come to my house during Halloween, okay. generally people say, wow, you guys really did it up in here. And then I'm like, no, this is what it normally looks like. <laughs> so is Halloween your favorite holiday? <laughs> um, it's, I'm sorry. It's my, my wife's actually favorite holiday. Okay. Um, I don't know that I have a f- favorite holiday. You don't? To be honest. I, uh, I enjoy Halloween because all the kids come knocking at our house because she, do, Marcella, does a really great job doing decor outside. Okay. And all the children get frightened and they're all screaming and we're just sitting and we actually have a party inside the house with our friends, just hearing all the kids screaming outside <laughs> in fear. And our favorite are of course the parents, knowing who know that their kids are going to be frightened and still put them up to it because they just want to laugh. Also, yeah. that's awesome. Know? Yeah, it's great. Now, before we wrap up, I play a game with certain people. You're very special today. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I play a game. It's called WTF What the Fudge. I'm just going to ask you two things. You pick one, okay? All right. All right? Simple. It could be random. could be whatever, okay? Fries or onion rings? Fries or onion rings? I would say fresh cut fries. Fresh cut, not yeah. frozen. No. So, not a fan of Shake Shack fries? Uh, I, I'm a fan of Shake Shack's cheese sauce. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. So, technically... <laughs> of their cheese fries, I'm. <laughs> now uh, we talked about this earlier: root beer or cream soda. I just started t- uh, getting into. Uh, I gotta say, root beer. I, I can't. I can't turn my back on. That. Can't turn it. You're, you're full root beer now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cake or pie? I would. 
I would say pie. Pie? Yeah. Are you a hand bar soap kind of guy or liquid soap? I would say liquid soap. I don't. I don't do. A, you don't do I, the hand bar. You know, um, I, I, I don't do I, for showering. Yeah, I'm, I that's don't what like I'm talking about. For showering. Oh, I'm sorry. What the hell? What's wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking like I was at the sink and I was like using the bar. No, no, no I, I can't use gel in the shower. It's kind of creepy. You gotta use the hand. Kind of reminds me of the water in Orlando when you're on vacation. That's yeah, the water's kind of slimy, slimy, mm-hmm. slimy. It has that smell too. <laughs> uh, butter or olive oil? Um. On my bread, butter, cooking, olive oil. <laughs> olive oil. <laughs> uh, baked or fried? Come on, fried. And this is this is a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Hot dogs or hamburgers? Fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Burger Beast, thank you so much for coming by. Tell people how they can follow you about the blog, all that stuff. Wait a second, I'm not going to let you off the hook here because what? I got something. To, I got something to oh tell you. Oh my. Okay, here we go. So a few months ago, Here we go. I was talking to uh, Nabal, the owner of uh, Bean Show Factory, uh-huh. and I mentioned to him, hey, you know, I saw that Ray Kroc, you know, the guy who's known for founder, quote unquote, of, of McDonald's, had a, a discount card that he would give his friends. Oh, God. And uh, yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> I know, right. I know exactly <laughs> where this is going. Okay, go ahead. And, and he goes, oh, that's such a cool idea. And that's all I told him. And I said, I hope I'm the first one who gets this card. And I didn't hear anything about it again. And then I'm on Twitter, and I see a tweet from a certain person in this room with me who says, thanks so much for giving me the first (laughs) Feature Factory black card. (laughs) And my wife, as my witness, can tell you, I started, like, jumping up and down, like, what the? Not not WTF. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I go, you got to be kidding me. And I call call Nadal. And, I mean, I'm sorry, Nadal. And, uh... (laughs) And uh, you know he he will not answer, and 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 I guess because he knew I'm, exactly why you were calling. Yeah, and guess what? I think I've banned myself from getting one of those cards. It's funny because <laughs> I have a card, one of those cards, but it expired. Oh, expired! Oh, so they're those kind of people. Yeah, it expired. Yeah. <laughs> but I would love to go back and try it again, or it could be a, like a lifetime black right, card. That's, I thought that's what I mean. That's what I think they would have done. I would have thought they would have done a lifetime I mean, card. I mean, let me just tell you, it became so <laughs> frequent that I would just go to the Hialeah location, and the guy knew me. I didn't even have to show the card. I mean, I, I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I have a black card to Cheeseburger Baby, and it doesn't have an expiration. Wow, you hear that? Yeah. You hear that? So I'm saying my black card, or I should be sent a new one. You should be sent a new one. Without an expiration date. Right after they send me one, they should send you one. Okay. I I totally So if you're listening, you send one to my man, Burger Beast, and you send one to me, both with no expiration date, of two of a kind. That's it. Right. And I think there should be a hot dog with every single meal. It should be a hot dog and then whatever sandwich you want and side and drink. Because when I like to go to Pincho or to Shake Shack, I like to get a hot dog with my burger. Yeah. Wieners. Wieners. meats, it's delicious. So you're listening. We need the non-expired black card. Yes, please. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Burger Beast, thank you so much again. Tell people how they can follow you and uh, check out the website. Uh, you can follow me on my blog if you still do that at BurgerBeast.com. <laughs> and if you want to check out the museum at Burger Museum, Facebook, Instagram, and Burger Beast on Instagram, you know. I, I could say everything else, but let's be honest. Everyone like, prefers Instagram. <laughs> A big thank you to Burger Beast for coming on the show. Now we have beef with uh, Pincho Factory, but uh, we'll save that for off the air. Great conversation with Burger Beast. Thank you again. Of course, you can follow him at Burger Beast. And, of course, I will, uh, since I agree to it on the show, I will see you at Hamburger 
house pate. It's going to be a good one. So how about we do some food news? Now, TGI Fridays is introducing new extreme milkshakes that look a lot like the ones Black Tap is known for. Now, TGI Fridays is kicking it off with two shakes. The first one is called the Stocking Stuffer, which is a vanilla ice cream mixed with other unspecified ingredients, (laughs) uh, topped with whipped cream, sprinkles, holiday cookie shapes like gingerbread mint and a Christmas tree, a candy cane, and snowman peeps. You can also add Smirnoff vanilla to make it boozy. And, of course, the second shake is called the Toasted S'mores, which is a vanilla shake with Ghirardelli, chocolate sauce, whipped cream, sprinkles, a skewer of toasted marshmallows, whole Oreo cookies, and pieces of graham cracker. And you can make this one boozy as well. And it seems like everybody is copying Black Tap these days. And uh, speaking of Black Tap, they're adding yet another location. This time, it's Disneyland at the downtown Disney area over there. So congrats to my friends over at Black Tap. So we haven't set foot on Mars yet. We all know this. But we could have beers on Mars sooner than later because Budweiser is working with the International Space Station to create a microgravity brew. SpaceX is transporting the goods to create the brew on December 4th. And when the ingredients get there, they'll conduct two experiments. The first one for seed exposure and the second will be seed germination. If the tests are successful, we can get some beers up in Mars soon. And if you didn't know, Hershey's, it doesn't release new chocolate bar flavors too often. But when they do, it is a big deal. So they are releasing a new flavor, people. They're releasing the Hershey's Chocolate Caramelized Cream, the first new flavor since Cookies and Cream launched in 1995. Now, Hershey's Gold will consist of peanuts, pretzels, and a caramelized cream. And you can try Hershey's Gold for yourself starting this Friday. So Hershey's, if you're listening... We would love to try some here on WTF Words of Food. So send some our way. And the new uh, food craze in the pizza world, at least, is cauliflower pizza crust, right? Well, while California Pizza Kitchen, or CPK, is bringing it to their menu. Right now, you can get it at their Southern California locations. But early next year, every CPK will have the option for a cauliflower crust, of course, at an additional cost. And KFC is always creating these crazy products. Now they have created a $10,000 internet escape pod. Now the pod is made up of a stainless steel mesh cage and an eight-pound high-density architectural foam. Now it's pretty comfortable. You can sit four adults and you can have Colonel Sanders looking over you at the top of the pod in case you're using the internet. If this is something you're interested in, though, act fast because KFC is only making one of these. And that's all the food news you could use or not use. So how about a word from one of our sponsors, Martha of Miami. Now, if you're born and raised in Miami, just like me, then chances are you were raised on croquetas and drank cafe con leche before you could even walk, right? I mean, it's in our blood. Well, Martha of Miami has everything you need to represent your Latin pride. Her designs will have you saying, that's Miami AF. If you're from Miami, you know exactly what that means. So make sure you check out Martha of Miami today at MarthaOfMiami.com or on Instagram at MarthaOfMiami. But first, let's have some cafecito. And I'm wearing some Martha of Miami right now, head to toe. I got the hat. I got the shirt. I even got the pin. And check this out. Here's what she did. Something special for our WTF Where's the Food listeners. Check this out. You can get 15% off your order right now using the coupon code WTF. That's WTF 
get 15% off your order right now at MarthaOfMiami.com. They have some great gear. You're going to love it. If you're from Miami, you love Martha of Miami. You love her gear. So make sure you check her out, MarthaOfMiami.com, or on Instagram, MarthaOfMiami. And, of course, 15% off right now. Use the coupon code WTF. Food friends, and we cannot forget my favorite meal delivery service in Miami, our sponsor, The Yielding Seed. So uh, there's this really amazing meal delivery service I need to tell you guys about, and it's called The Yielding Seed. I love The Yielding Seed. I use them daily, people. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, they do it all and do it all well. No need to go to the grocery store and buy ingredients to make your food. They bring the meals to you so you can spend more time doing the things you want to do and less time trying to meal plan. I can tell you personal experience, like I've been saying, I use them regularly. It's the best tasting meal delivery service in the Miami area. I juice with them. I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner for them. I do it all. You can sign up for the traditional plan or the paleo plan. There's something for everyone, people. The Yielding Seed takes great pride in providing chef-prepared, freshly-made meals each and every day for each and every one of their clients. You want to have the Yielding Seed, so what are you waiting for? And sign up today at theyieldingseed.com. You'll thank me later. Take it from me. I love the Yielding Seed, so make sure you sign up right now at theyieldingseed.com. Now, every week, I troll Instagram looking for that food porn that really talks to me, really speaks out to me, and this week is no different. This week, the food porn of the week goes to Bacon Arts, at Bacon Arts. You can follow them, at Bacon, A-R-T-S, Arts, and they created a special burger with Orange Bear Grill. They call it the Bacon Monster. Now, this is the most bacon-centric burger ever created. Check this out. I mean, check. you got to check this out. It's a beef and bacon patty, bacon jam, bacon alioli, six strips of bacon, bacon cheese sauce, bacon mac and cheese, bacon fat toasted butter brioche buns, a bacon-wrapped fried bacon matzo cheese. Holy crap. I mean, I I definitely cannot fit this in my mouth. This is a burger I got to eat. With a knife and fork, it's a, it looks incredible. I can't wait to try it. And that's why it gets this week's Food Porn of the Week. It's just you got to see the picture for yourself. I just posted it at the Foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E, of course, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can get this for yourself right now at Orange Bear Grill at the casino at Dania Beach in the South Florida area. It's incredible. Shout out to Bacon Arts. I mean, my goodness gracious. And now it's time for our cocktail of the week, brought to you by our friends at Spirited Miami. Every week, they will troll the internet for me and find the cocktail of the week. Of course, you can follow them on Instagram at Spirited Miami. This week, the cocktail is called The Cure, and you can find it at Stubborn Seed in Miami Beach. It is a carbonated Glen Levitt Founders Reserve highball with Domaine de Canton ginger, in-house pineapple mango kombucha, orange flower water and lemon it is perfect it is simple it is elegant it is beautiful you got to see the cocktail of the week for yourself brought to you by spirited miami and of course the photo at the foodie t-h-e-f-o-o-d-e i posted it and of course you can get that cocktail right now the cure at stubborn seed in miami beach which happens to be top chef winner chef jeremy ford's restaurant you got to check it out a big thank you to Spirit in Miami for the cocktail. And that's uh, that's going to wrap up episode number 11. A big thank you to the OG himself, Burger Beast, for coming on the show. Truly appreciate it. A big thank you to each and every one of you for listening, for downloading, subscribing each and every week. I wouldn't be here without you. I truly appreciate it. Of course, you can follow us on social, Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, at the Foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, we got a elegant website, a beautiful website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. And, of course, we post an episode rundown each and every week. It's up there right now for you. What we talk about on the show, links, pictures, all that fun stuff. My name is Nick, and this wraps up episode number 11 of WTF Where's the Food. And, of course, always remember to hashtag never stop eating.